Welcome to the Fire Up Podcast. If you are looking for inspiration and in living out your Catholic faith, or would like some tips and strategies to live the virtue of chastity, or would like help living your vocation to the full, then you've come to the right place. This podcast is born out of our desire to set the whole world on fire with God's love so that every single person would know that they are made for love and happiness. We are your hosts, Simon Carrington. And I'm Madeline Carrington. And we're husband and wife. We're parents to to two gorgeous boys, the co-founders of Fire Up Ministries. And mate, we are on a bold mission to help you experience the love you've always dreamed of. So from wherever you are listening, we welcome you and we are so glad that you have joined us. Today, I want to tackle a very tough question. And um, I'm going to be really honest from the outset. I was quite nervous to actually answer this this question because this is a very sensitive, personal, very, 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 very delicate question. And I don't feel like there's an easy answer around this. And there's certainly not a straight answer to this question. The question is this. um, And this question came from a woman who said, my spouse is using me for sex in my marriage. I feel like my husband is using me for sex in my marriage. What do I do? And I think the the first thing I want to say is I mean look, you know, for you know, most of our audience is is, is unmarried, but this is really really important stuff for everybody to know and 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 just to like be aware of as well, even if you're you're dating or courting or engaged or single, it's great to know these principles that I want to, I want to kind of just briefly out, outline today. And I'm not going to go into like the nitty gritty too much. I'm just, I want to just give more a message of hope for this situation. Um, again, I understand, you know, it's, it's, it's delicate, it's sensitive. And so just know that, that this is not an easy question to answer by any means for anybody and I think there is, it's probably wise to err on the side of being a little bit more general and vague rather than trying to pretend that I know your situation inside and out and I know the way that you and your husband love one another and can call out the sin or the, the whatever disorders might be there. The truth is I just don't know that situation. But I, I just want to offer, offer a little, uh, hopefully a little bit of guidance and, and just a more a message of hope here. So firstly, I think the most important, the most important fundamental point here is to understand that this question is actually a very, very valid question. Some people are of the mind that when you get married, well, there's no such thing as lust in your marriage because you love each other, you're married, and you are allowed to have sex. Okay. Well, this is this is not this this is certainly not entirely true. And I often joke about a friend of mine, you know, that you know we you know we 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 kind of caught up about we we caught up about about, about a month before I got married, and he goes, "See, yeah, Simon, you must be so excited, mate. You know, you're you know you're it's only four weeks to 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 to, to, to you get married. You must be so pumped and excited. You can have sex as much as you like, right?" And I said, brother, I think we better sit down and have a talk. I said, because that couldn't be further from the truth. Amen. And he looked, he looked shocked. He couldn't be, he was like, what do you mean? I said, brother, I said, it is still, I said, when you get married, husbands and wives, okay, it's marriage is not a license to just lust 
and to have as much sex as you want. Marriage is merely the context where the sexual act has meaning. And when you get married, you then have, have to, to, to discern the movements of your heart every time you, you want, you want to, 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 to initiate lovemaking and you want, want to, to, to accept and respond to the initiation of lovemaking. Because it is very possible, and Pope John Paul II was very clear on this as well, that spouses can use one another for sex even in their marriage. So, marriage does not destroy the possibility of use between spouses. All the more, husbands and wives must discern the movement of their heart before they initiate lovemaking with each other. There's, and I know this from a married man, I know it's a huge difference sometimes between saying, you know what, right now I just have an itch for sexual pleasure that I want that I want to scratch, and yet my wife is there for that. Or a wife could say the same about her husband. And in those moments, it is the ob- I I have a, ha, 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 have an obligation, and any other husband has an obligation. My wife would have an obligation. Any other wife would have an obligation. That if we notice that our desire for lovemaking that particular at that particular time was disordered or tainted by lust, just wanting to use the other to satisfy a, a, a craving for sexual sexual pleasure in the moment, we 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 must re, 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 renounce that, and we should not engage in the marital act under that kind of motivation. Does that make sense? Right. There's a big difference between feeling that and feeling like you and your spouse are so close. You've had great conversation that day. You're feeling, you know, you've seen what they've done for the children. They've seen what they've done for you and how they've served and loved you. And you are you are literally full to the brim with love and admiration and joy and how grateful you are for your spouse and you desire to initiate lovemaking because it's flowing from that place of I just want to give myself to you in love, in thanksgiving, in because you know, I'm so grateful for you. Okay? That is a very, very different experience. And I can say that because I've experienced both. Amen. And my wife has even shared with me. She said, Simon, she said, she said, it's in, she said, I can trust that when you do initiate lovemaking, it is because you truly love me. Like you truly, and in that moment, your motivations are pure and good and holy. She goes, but I can only trust that because, precisely because, there have been times when you've said to me, Maddie, I think it would be wrong to engage in the marital act today because my motivations are disordered. That's a beautiful thing to be able to say. In the moment, it's one of the, one of the hardest things you can do to really be honest with yourself and say, you know what, there's something off here in my own heart and I should, I should, I have an obligation to not initiate what would truthfully be in this moment an act of lust. Now, even John Paul II, St. John Paul II says, Sometimes the line between love and lust is gray. And truthfully, I think any married couple, if they were honest, would say, 
with every single act of love, it is it's it's a struggle, okay? To I mean, no no sexual union between a husband and wife is ever going to be perfectly selfless, perfectly loving for the other. There's always going to be that little bit of selfishness there. That 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 little bit of of what I'm going to get out of it. You're always going to be trying to fight that and pray against that. And yes, over time, I can see in my own life that I'm really growing there, and I pray that every husband and wife are growing in there. So we can't. I, I, what I'm not saying is, you know, if there's a hint of selfishness coming from the other spouse, okay, we can't ever have sex again until you fix your problem, right? I'm not saying that. But it's great to be aware of that, okay? If you're noticing it in your own heart, then you should call that out, okay? You should call it out. So that comes, that's why it's important to pray together as husbands and wives before you come together in the marital act. To thank God after the marital act so that you're always including God in the most sacred act of love in your marriage to ensure that it is of him, that that act of love is going to reveal and image the way that God loves us and God gives himself to us. Amen. So having said that, that's kind of the first layer. Okay. Secondly, I really want to speak to this because sometimes people use St. Paul, St. Paul's, his letter to the Ephesians and it's mainly from chapter 5, verse 22, you know, wives submit to your husbands. People use that verse to say, well, you know, and just for the case, just because of the question did come from a woman, I could speak about the men, but I'll do it in a different video maybe, is sometimes men will argue, well, even St. Paul is saying, my wife should submit to me in all things as she does to Christ. So if I demand sex from her, then she has an obligation to love me in that way, and she must do that. Now, I have a major problem with that, and I think the church as a whole has a major problem with that, and the church has never, ever taught that. The church has never taught that the wife has a sexual obligation to her husband whenever he, he, he wants it, okay? And again, as I said, I could talk about the struggles there for the men, but I'm not. That's not the goal of this of this video. Okay, but this is a very, very harmful concept. Okay, that people I'm experiencing and hearing more and more have the. I've spoken to married women that have said this is what the priest that prepared us for marriage told us that I need to be available to him in this way. My husband expects that from me. This is not. I'm here to say. That is not the teaching of the church. That is not love. It's impossible for that to be love. It's impossible for that to be love. If it's if you're being coerced or there's lack, there's a lack of freedom. Okay, it's impossible for that to be love. Now let's get to the point where I want to speak a little bit of hope into whatever situation you may be you may be in. You might be struggling with it, or it could just be good for you to, to kind of know. Okay. So I can't pretend to give an answer that's going to fix everything. But what I can do is certainly the first tip would be is as a husband or wife, if you're in this situation, okay, pray for discernment firstly for the movements of your own heart. Okay, because that's the best way to, 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 to work around this struggle. If as a husband, 
if if I know that I'm that I've said to my wife, you can you can take to the bank that I'm going to be checking in on my own heart before we come together in 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 the marital act. She can trust then that I'm I'm going to be as honest as I can be. And if I know that she's going to be checking in with her heart before, that gives me peace of mind knowing she is going to do her very best to discern that every time we come together in in the sacred marriage in 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 the marital act, it's coming from a place of love for her to the best of her knowledge and 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 to the best of her ability. In that time, in that moment, she felt it really would be a sincere gift of love. That's the first thing. Okay. Secondly, though, the question from the wife was, "What do I do if I'm noticing my husband's heart is disordered?" And yes, it can go the other way as well. I'm not saying that, but that's the question I got. Okay. The first thing is obviously the answer would not be to say, "Well, if I'm noticing an inkling of lust in my husband, then no more sex ever until you clean up your act." Okay. That's also that's 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 that that's not going to be the the right answer. Okay. Secondly, you also shouldn't feel trapped into thinking, "Well." That's where he's at, and you know I just got to say yes to every single time he initiates lovemaking with me because I'm going to keep him happy. If I start resisting and fighting and all this stuff, it's going to cause more marital problems. No, that's also wrong. Okay, if you know you're being used in that moment, you don't have you don't have an obligation to to submit to that every time either. Okay. Here's the point that I think, though, I know has has blessed some people I've spoken to with with real hope, okay, and that is this, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna judge. So I'm I'm gonna guess in the situation of this question that this wife's husband is a man of goodwill, and I think that that is that goes without saying. For every married couple, I think that would be that would be listening to this or would be open to this message. Is that of course they would say they love their wife, and the wife would say she loves her husband, and they do as much as they can to love one another. First, so that's a really good point: is to have an understanding that my husband to see in your husband there is goodwill here. He does love me to to, to, to in the best way that he can. Every single husband. And every single wife is going to struggle to to, to to some level with disordered sexual de- 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 desire for lust and for selfishness. That's that's that is the battle of the hum- of the human experience. We're all fighting lust, and we're going to fight it to the moment we die. Amen. But the first thing is to see there is goodwill here. He does love me. He does want to do what's best for me. To the best of his knowledge, he's trying to love me. Okay. And so maybe his heart is 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 slightly is slightly um, 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 disordered in initiating this act. But this is what I want to speak hope into for, for, for the wife in this case. Okay, is that if your heart in that marital embrace is rightly ordered toward loving him, even if his heart. Is more is slightly more, more 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 disordered in that moment. Okay, the act of 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 marital love from the wife to her husband. This is beautiful. She becomes an instrument 
and a sacrament of grace to him. Amen. Every time a husband and wife come together in the sexual act, they renew their wedding vows. And because marriage is a sacrament, God blesses both couples with sanctifying grace, just like we receive the same kind of grace we receive every time we receive a sacrament. In baptism, there's sanctifying grace. In Holy Communion, there's sanctifying grace. When we go to confession, we receive sanctifying grace. Every time a husband and wife come together in the sexual act, which is the sacramental sign of marriage, guess what? Sanctifying grace is given to the couple from God. That's mind-blowing, okay? And so for this wife, okay, who asked this question, who is struggling in this moment, I want to say this to you and for any other wife or husband that might be in, in this position. You become an instrument of grace to your husband. And God, through your right giving of yourself to him, God can redeem him. God can heal him. He, he can purge and purify his heart. And so that when, as, you know, as time goes on, you, you will act as an instrument of grace and healing and, and re, re, redemption for your husband and for his sexuality. So that as you continue to grow in your marriage, those disorders in him will become less frequent and weaker and he will grow and be transformed in his faith and in his purity because of the witness to true love that you have been to him in that moment. Okay? So a, a loving wife can help to purify, redeem, heal, bless and bring grace to her husband. This is extremely consoling for a spouse that may be struggling with this. And it also blesses that spouse with a lot of hope. And I really hope, as I said, I, I can't, you know, I'm not here to say, it's impossible for me to say, well, but if he's, if he's doing this and it's definitely a no from you or it's definitely a yes from you, I, I, I can't pretend to speak, you know, those kind of practicals on, on whether you can say yes or no in that moment. I It's just outside of, of, of what I can speak to. And it would be dishonest of me to pretend that I would know how to speak into that situation. But what I would say is this again, just, just to kind of relay it back to you, okay? First thing is, is to always check in with the motivation of your own heart. If you're the one that is wrongly disposed to that act, then you should say, I'm, it would be wrong for me to engage in this act. Amen. But secondly, pray for discernment here. Pray for discernment here in, in this moment. Okay. That yes, understand your husband, your wife is acting in goodwill to the, to, to the, to the best of their ability knowledge and how much, how sexually redeemed and transformed they have been through God's grace. Okay. But in that, in that moment, you need to discern through prayer, asking the Holy Spirit to guide you in that moment to say, look, even if there's some disorder here, I'm rightly disposed in this moment. I'm going to be, be a blessing to him or her. I'm going to be an instrument of grace. God can work through me to redeem and heal and bless and I think that is beautiful and powerful, stunningly. It's, it, our faith is incredible. I really hope that's helpful and I, I hope that's brought blessing and hope to you. God bless you all.
We would like to thank you for joining us for this episode. If you thought that it was helpful, please subscribe to the podcast and, and, and share with a friend. And for more content like this, online videos, special offers, access to exclusive Fire Up events and a Fired Up community, consider joining our Fire Up family. So head to our website and for a monthly gift of your choice, you can help others experience the love they always dreamed of. So um, may God bless you and your family. Now go set the world on fire.